Comes are here. You're going to start making money just out of the merit of, of, I mean, of living in Eretz Israel, having a family in the war, being part of a larger picture. We learned yesterday some really important foundations in everything, in life, in Tanya. Ah. The idea that we come from the Moyach Av. Right. This is Miachir to, to the to one Neshama, to one Shorish. Yeah, I should explain this to my daughter. She oh, it's so me, deep, it's so deep. She asked me, she said, do you love me? I said, of course I do. And she says, how do you know? It's intrinsic. Uh-huh. And so I tried to explain. I said, it's intrinsic. I, yeah. I didn't use that word. I tried to use that. Because you're a part of me. Right. Exactly. So the, the love... Part of me is in you. Right. Exactly. And the, and the love that you feel for a child is unexplainable. It's, I said, it's I said my DNA is running through your body. And then all I, of a sudden, a woman has a baby, and out comes this baby. Yes. And all of a sudden, the love is just there. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. Yeah. Just even like learning yesterday, like it came up a story in Sarah Shimshon, shared, and he was talking about you wouldn't let your kid be near a fire because they'll put their hands on it, you know, like a little baby. And what happened was, I was a barbecue, a Balagan barbecue on Pesach. My friend invited us, and I thought it was going to be like an intimate setting, but ended up being like a room packed full of people and loads and loads of people. And so, my son somehow, through all the people, put his hands on the barbecue. Oh, yeah. And now they were like burnt to a crisp with both his hands. And I ended up spending like weeks afterwards going back and forth to get the anointments changed and added and the, the bandages. And, oh, man. But it, I was saying last night, for me, that moment, I, don't, I think it was a bit too emotional for, for the Zerashimshan Shir because they were like, oh. But I, I, it reminded, wakened inside of me a tremendous love for my son. Because it reminded me of that, those back forth, back forth, going with him and, you know, all the pain he was going through and yet being there for him. And, and I still feel now, like 14 years later, because maybe a little bit less. How's his hands? 13 and a half years later, I still feel that warmth and connection of those, you know, yeah. time after time after time, taking him up and down to this place. And his hands still have, like, you still feel it. Like there's, there's something different about the skin on his palms. It's different to other people's hands, like it's more hard or something. It's like scarred, but like in, a, in an interesting way. Not like in a way you'd notice, <coughs> just unless you touch it. You feel it just the, the, the touch is different. Um, but he's, he's got energy in his hands. Wow. This I didn't mention last night. He's got energy in his hands. He has an energy. If he touches something, he can heal. I, wow. I've experienced it. He has energy. He's a Cohen, and maybe that helps. I don't know. Yeah, maybe both. Yeah. His his uncle um, once healed me through his hands a long long time ago. Opened up my neshama. It was one of those energy things. I don't yeah. I don't agree with that stuff. Oh yeah, my wife loves that stuff. Yeah, Reiki and all this stuff. It could How be you borderline. Agree with it. It no, it could be borderline for us to use it. If we have that power to just use it, because it can come from other sides. You have to be careful, especially when it's an actual uh, movement and thought that comes from originally from Vadazora. Be very careful with, with all the energy stuff. You have to be careful with anything you do. Yeah, I'm just saying it's it's, but it's there, and it opened up my soul. Then I don't think he uses right. it, but my my uh, wife's uh, twin brother, um, but my uh, son once in a while, like he'll give us a massage, and you just feel energy, like yes, it's like just wow. without and him, it's pure, it's totally pure with my son because he never learned any like zachin, he never learned anything, he just has it. Wow. You know. So now we're going to learn something really important, yeah, that we, everyone needs to work on this. And Rabbi Tat says, Where are we? Um, with this, <laughs> yeah. We just did the, 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 we did about being davik to the Shechina. Verma. It begins Verma. It's near the end of chapter 2. Um, we can go back. I'm happy to go back. 
So we have a neshama within, and we have ability to connect to the shechina, which is a sadik. Okay, mashikos bazaar. It's a, it's a, it's a, just to double click on that for a second. Yeah, sure. The that's like the Indian of like going to kibbutz tzadikim. Sure. You know, there's always like this this issue of like people feeling like they're davening to the tzadik. Yeah, you daven through the sadik, not the to the sadik. That you daven through in the schus, in the merit. Connect your neshama to them. Yeah, you you makush makash yourself to the sadik sadik ms. Like yeah, kadashatz me. The whole thing with Rabbi Nachman is kadashatz me. I mean, makasha asks me. Excuse me, makasha asks me to to that kesha, that panemius kesha. Now, I I personally, I asked the rav in bells. I said. So what's Peshat? Who is the Sadiq Emes? We can get into that whole discussion. I don't know if I want to do that now. Right. But um, so he said that the Masorah he got from the Nomani Melech because he was a Ben Ben, his father jumped off a train in uh, Shoah, like and survived, Baruch Hashem. Right. So he's a special year. And he phoned me out the other day, asked how my son's doing. He's a dying in Bells. Uh, I learned with him for many years, Baruch Hashem, big posik. Wow. It's a to have such a person. I wish I could go. We could go back there any time. He'd learn with us. You know, just sitting there, this big... Big Diane, I could just wow. go. I should really go there again. I don't know. I just because I lived in Yerushalayim, so I used to go there all the time. So he's a grandson of the no many Melech. So he has a Masorah, many Masorahs. One of the Masorahs, I, mean, I can tell you a lot, some of his Masorahs. One of them is he's very strict on Hilkas Pesach in, in a way I've never seen before, and also Hilkas Shabbos. Right. And I even took it to big uh, Kolalim and, and to have them learn his tshuvas, which were very like Chumradik. Um, and he's, he that says Masorah from the Romani Melech, you have to be machmir about Pesach and Shabbos, yeah, because they're derisers. That, that right. was one of his sheets, it was very strong, a bit too strong for me. Well, like he doesn't like uh, huh? close the refrigerator on Shabbos. Oh, like use he, electric. I, I know, I don't know exactly all the specifics, but for example, he won't use Chad Pami. And yeah. I, I told that to my wife, that we, maybe we have to stop using Chad Pami, because the Rav that I'm learning by Paskins, that it could be Bishel for the. Yeah. You're cooking the the plastic, and my wife said T- if he comes around every Motzi Shabbos and does my dishes, I right. listen to the pesach. Yeah. That's what my wife said because we used to have a lot of guests back then. Right. Like, and we had a little kitchen, little house, and my wife was like, not take willing to take that on. Anyway, yeah. I have Bruchsham, I have other rabbonim who ended up uh, being more uh, in terms of Derek pesach. Right. But it was it was very interesting to learn all these different sheeters, yeah. even though that's I couldn't keep them all. Uh, I learned plenty of other Torah that I could keep because yeah. Rove Torah most of us agree on. Wouldn't There's just be a some things. Would you value to have guests than to have nice dishes? Uh, yeah, but sometimes uh, the point was by this rabbi he held you couldn't use chad pami for any hot food because it's going to be bishul. Mm-hmm. So then that means you have to use dishes. So I agree with you that having guests and using Chad Pami is more important than this Chumrah for Shabbos. That was his Masorah. That was his, what his, he received from the Naomani Melech. Right. Anyway, another thing from the Naomani Melech that he received, and this is what we're learning now, is the, the idea of being Davik to a Sadiq. Who is the Sadiq Emes? His, his Masorah was that you daven to Hashem to Makusha yourself to the Sadiq Emes. You just don't know who he is. Because right. to have the Chutzpah to say, I know who he is, how do you know? You have a base in, you have a Sanhedrin, you have, so breast lovers will say the Rebbe Nachman, the right. Badniks will say uh, Rebbe Nachman Dushnesen, yeah? I don't understand, you're saying there's only one Sadiq? There is such a derech in Yiddishkeit. That there's only one Sadiq? Yeah, ask, ask a breast lover. Ask a breast lover, you're right, but ask a breast lover if they think their Rebbe is the Sadiq Emes, and they'll say 100%. Sadik Emes? Like the Sadik Emes. Like he's the one, the Mashiach's coming through and the, all of Klai is going to come to their tick and the Chulu Vachulu. 
I'm just saying there's there's different ways of looking at the Sadakemis Sugya. The most important thing is your Davik to the in a panemius way, makashi yourself to Tamadei Chachomim, that's what it says here. It doesn't say Sadik Emes. And that's the, the derisor from the Torah, that's for sure. This whole sugi of Sadik Emes is an extra, once again, an extra sugi, an extra level of the Vekas to Tzidikim and Tamadei Chachomim. In, in my opinion, the best, safest thing to do for most people is, is rather than getting caught up in who it is, is just bedavik yourself to a Sadik Emes. You don't know who it is. I agree with this, Masora, it makes sense. Because then you're not, what is you're not walking around with your like what your flag, you know, and then right. puzzling other people. What is yeah? the significance of a tzaddik emes? Um, the point is, one of the nakudas of Breslov, I would say, is you want that emes amito. You want the uh-huh. pure truth. Ah. You're not willing to settle for anything other than the pure truth. Yeah, but that's, a sto- that's from the lekute. What is that from lekute? So no, that's the masora Breslov had that they. Emes Lamita. Emes Lamita. That's the story from Nachman. Yeah, from Nachman Rav Nasser. He didn't become the Abbasid in but of yeah. a certain sea because he wanted the Emes Lamita. Right. Whereas, like most of us normal human Jews, yeah, we're like we're just still struggling with the Emes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Hashem, we'll get to the Emes Lamita. But the point is, Panemius, we have to davik ourselves to a Sadiq. That's Why that's do we only that's have to have one? the last sugi. I agree with you. I'm on your side. I'm just bringing I mean, up. Look in the. Well, I'm I just don't know pr- the book, but it has all the Siddiquim listed, right? From uh, yeah, Abraham, Yitzhak, I mean, yeah, the Shema Siddiquim. You're right, but there isn't a, a derech. I don't know, Bochshem. Maybe no one's teaching you that here. I don't know, which is great. I, I'm into Rav Shlomo's way of dealing with it. With the sugi, he seems to be makusha to a lot of Siddiquim, Bochshem, and that, that 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 works for me. Chabad, Breslov, you know, Rav Cook, that works for me. My Rebbe, the Talmud Rebbe, Chernobyl, they can all all all, all Okay, now let's go weiter. Marsha Kotsev. Bazaar Chodesh Ike Toli Shikadish Asabashas Tashmir Stafka. So Rabbi Tat says, yeah, on this concept, yeah. you, you're worried about what's going to be of your kids. He says you should have started that before you conceived them. That's, oh, that, wow. was, that was his vote. And you see, this is based on the Zohar, that you should Makadish yourself. The main thing is Tali Makadish Asabashas Tashmir Stafka. Yeah, so you right. see the importance of purifying your intentions when you're in relations, because that's the kind of soul of Ushim you're bringing down. So right. it's important. A lot of people, unfortunately, when they when they get married young, and they've got uh, not the best education in this area, so right. they're not coming. They're bringing down these souls, but not with the purest intentions. Yeah, I don't know why Whereas, I do this, but yeah. for some reason, yeah. I had that thought, or Hashem gave me the thought. Yeah. Blessed. That, however, you intend while you're being with your spouse, yeah, is how your children will come out. Yeah, that's the Zohar. That's what yeah. we just learned. So, I don't know how I knew that. You, did. you. This is one of the beautiful things that I can relate to on this. When I did tshuva, I had a lot of ideas that I'd come across in my own journey of just being a human being in this world, like Amravina style. We just suddenly, and you meet sincere souls who also know these kind of truths. Mm-hmm. And then when you start learning it inside the Svarim, it's such chizuk. Because you suddenly realize you're resonating with, with, your soul was resonating with the MS. And it's so inspiring to see that a holy text from thousands of years ago said the same thing. I was teaching Klaisel this always. This was the Basura of Amisur, that we have a, is a concept that Ramban has beautiful tefillahs, what the kind of intentions are. I used to say that all the time. Every time my wife went to Mikvah, I used to say all these tefillahs before, you know, before she came back. I had all this whole avoda I used to do. I don't know. I, maybe I'm getting old. But I used to do this whole avoda. I mean, maybe then I was bringing down the shamas, mamish, like kids. Yeah? Um, but, uh, so I needed some extra push. But the point was, this, this is a big big opportunity every time you're with your soulmate it's an opportunity to bring down souls so you have to mechanish yourself and therefore how do you do that so there's there's a whole there's svarim that talk about it the ramban is has a beautiful um tefillah and there's there's halachas and and panemius zachim what to do um having clean hands all this all these like levels but you have to be careful with this stuff because you don't want to mess up your shalom bias and get too crazy and firm about it uh-huh has to be some balance, like once again. Masha'en came b'nei Amaretz of Chuli, which is not the case with the Amaretz. He's not Makadish himself. Uh, he's just, you know, a human drive. Like we know, the world knows very well about this sugya. 
it's it's a big it's a big conversation in most places unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. So that that was actually a point. One of the ways they would cuddle themselves, they would go to the Rebbe, or they would look at the, it says in the Gemara, they would see Rabbi Yochanan. Right. He would stand he outside, the outside the mikvah, just so that all the women would see a hasadik. Right. So there would be mashpir on all the, the the new children that would come down would have the ponim of a sadik in their mind. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really want you know my wife thinking of another person. Right. That'd be a little interesting. But there is a nakuda from the moment the first person they see is should be someone sadik, right. not the opposite. Probably That's, not me then. Right. No. <laughs> That'd be hard yourself. No, much anything. But now Maris really, yeah. That um, that those guys aren't so um, unfortunately. Because at one, just let's be honest, they just don't know the sugiyas. Yeah, it's like ignorance, literally. Yeah. They and you know, like there was, there's a concept that the drive is there, and you figure it out what to do. But if you're not giving any Torah, like right. you don't bring Torah to to a situation, especially as holy as this, and important as this, yeah. then it's just going to be physical. Yeah, it it needs that learning. Just that, the fact that they're coming out of the mikvah. That's true. That's holy. Is. Yeah. Yeah. That's already a huge level. Yeah, right. we, we do have to focus in on the the Kudus Tobis of, uh, of, of what Amisrael do do for yeah. this. We have. To That's why it's good to have a little bit of Chabad, a little bit of Breslov, because yeah. Chabad is very litvish, as you would say. Yeah, there's a lot of Chochma uh, being a das going on. Yeah. In fact, we're going to talk about that in a second. For emo, so this is the idea that there's clothing, garments, right. of, of its father and mother, that and and we have to realize we're walking around. It's called a, everyone has a cell. I heard this from Ramotzel Zilba once. Mm-hmm. Everyone is walking around with a cell, a shadow. What's right. the cell? Where's it come from? It's a lot to do with the levushim your father and mother gave you. So obviously Hashem Silcha, Hashem is your shadow. So we want that's the kind of madrigal we want to get to. The Baal Shem talks about that, but then the kudah is that we obviously don't want our Levushim of our father and mother to hold us back from being the best we can be. It should only be there to help us. Yeah? Yeah. The garments that the parents give us. So all the commandments that are filled by this person are influenced by the garment. So even the 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 shefa, the, the abundance, the benevolence, different translations here, the flow to one from from Shemaim, from heaven, is all given through that garment. So we, I mean, you see it in your own life. Your parents do impact the kind of shefa that you have coming down. Yeah, you see it. Yeah. In your probably life, probably some degree. Yeah, some degree. It's hard to like become a completely new person, not associated at all with your parents. Yeah, I mean, you see that on a, on a cellular well, level also. Yeah. Nasim says you're a completely new person every day when you wake up. That's true, but there's, as you can see, being realistic, we you know with that idea, you have to use that concept of, of its chadshus and renewal, but with a reality check that you were impacted by the fact your mum and dad brought you up. Right. And all those, history. all those, gone. no, but it, there's certain, um, it's, it's a sort of truth of ge- genetics and emotional and the levushim. Remember, we're talking about clothing here. We're not talking about the essence. The no, clothing of a person, you are influenced by your father, the way he was, even at the time he, he, he conceived you. That's the point what we're saying. It goes that far back. Forget right. about how they brought you up as a child. But even the moment of conception, there's an influence. And, and it actually is brought out in Swarim. And we're going to see in a second that some souls that are brought down, even if the father and mother are on the lowest level of Ruchnias, they can have the highest Nishamas. But they're still going to have to deal with the Levushim that the parents gave them. So they might give them a very, you know, uh, Gashmias, a very uh, material um, experience of life. So then they now have this high neshama in this very material experience, yeah? Yeah. Example being like me personally, I don't know, I have a, maybe I have a high neshama, I don't know. People have said I do, so I, I'm, I'm people, chosher people. I would say a high neshama. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. The point is that I grew up very material. Like my mindset was 80s, I need to get in a, 
you know, Nintendo, I need a new this, a new that. It was all just, you know, material things in those days, 80s, early 90s, buying CD players and, you know, the latest albums and all the latest computers and the latest everything. There was just so much influx of, I mean, it's probably got a million times worse now. Yeah. But back then it was like just this endless materialism. And by the way, my father connected, he'd go off on all his business trips and come back with a present. That was right. a relationship, yeah. And, you know, maybe we sat together and he growled at me that I'm, you know, not sitting properly when I ate food or something. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like we sat and read books together or like learned Gemara. Right. Yeah, and, and went to shul holding hands, you know. It wasn't that experience. So he, he did my tie for me. You know, that was, a, that was a bonding moment. We went swimming once in a while. And that was one of my fondest memories, swimming with my father when he wasn't working those two weeks a year, you know. Mm. So there, there were moments of Nishama connection, thank God. I thank Hashem for those moments, but uh, it wasn't like, you know, like a Abbas Abonim, you know, kind of, you know, like sitting there. Yeah. I mean, some Abbas Abonim could be stressful because the father's like freaking yeah. out on the kid. You have to know this thing is, you know. But a, a normal healthy father would be like, he'd make sure it would be a positive experience. Yeah. Abbas Abonim. My son the other day asked me to learn with him. That's what I want. I want my kids to want it. Want it. Right. And we sat and we learned some Svasemis. It was nice. Uh, it was sort of Sodak or something. It was a shmak. But the point is that um, the levushim, the, the parents are giving you these levushim. So if they're giving a very material grob levush, where you're, all it's about is materialism. So you've got this high neshama, but it's frustrated. Yeah. So then what does it do generally? What do these high neshamas do? We know nowadays. What do they do when they're not? They're not taught how to channel this high neshama. And they're in a system that's nonsense. And they're in a they material that acts out. They escape, they go into escapism because they're trying to escape this feeling that's mm -hmm. constantly inside of them and they're not fulfilling the needs of the soul that they yeah. have. They have this high soul that's looking for truth and everything's not. One of the yeah. things people don't know is that yeah. uh, people don't know is that if you look into the world of like addic addiction, oh. the, the cure, so to speak, there is no cure, but the, 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 the program of, let's say, Alcoholics Anonymous is yeah. all God. Yeah. You know, the, it's a spiritual solution. Yep. That's, that's the whole program. That's it. It's all about the higher with, power. Uh, Self-control has nothing yeah. to do with it. It's just, it's like spiritual neshamas. Yeah, the higher power. Yeah, higher power. And, and you know what, about... what moved, moved the, 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 the Yiddin very much in, in Bokaraton was when Rev uh, Shol um, Alter came there, Rebbe Shol Alter from right. Gare. Uh, like his own gear rebbe kind of thing became a, yeah, like a break yeah. off. So that rebbe, he came, he came there to Boca Raton and he spoke about uh, the serenity prayer. Right. He quoted it, I think. That's yeah. what rebbe from Goldberg's. I, I wasn't there, but I quote, heard the quote. So the idea that, that sat a big chesidisha rov and rebbe, he was the son of the Pnei Menachem, I think, a rebbe's rebbe. So um, he, he uh, the Pnei Menachem was big sadik, big tamachachem. And his son, Mr. Shalter, he quoted the Serenity Prayer, such a big guy in Torah is quoting something from the addiction world, because yeah. he understands the importance of it. Yeah. He understands how it's literally saving lives. And this is the Nakura, because the guy's given all these Levushim, he's, he's got this high neshama, he's hungry for Hashem, he doesn't know how to, to bring it into reality. So then he gets involved with alcohol and sex, and nowadays computer addiction, phone addiction, you know, all this other stuff, because he's constantly needing that connection, but he's not yeah. finding it in the system, in, in his relationship, in, in his work, because everything's very like, you know, superficial material, because that's the clothing he's been given. Yeah, mama. So now he's got to go through this breakdown, break down that whole lavush that's been, that all, that, all the clothings that he's got used to growing up and break that all down until he finds the panemius, right. which is what we're doing now. Learns, and now his neshama finds its place and it comes on fire for Hashem. Right. Because now it's like, wow, I, I've got the channel and now yeah. I'm creating new levushim, like you said, renewal. He's creating new clothing and new ways of connection and, he's, and he has a sedekista wife and he starts to you know, get his life sorted out. And, and that inner space that was empty is suddenly filled with, 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 with real content, with real yeah. connection. That's Rav Shai's Taub's whole thing with addiction. He, right. he, have you read his books? Yeah, I've read it, yeah, for sure. His books are amazing. His, his Derek is amazing. I once asked him, I said, where'd you get? I think every Jew should read his book. I said, I, I, okay. I, wanna, I, I, went, I went to 770 with Nissen Black. We did a whole Shabbaton there, and, and Shai's Taub was the rabbi of the Shabbaton. So I had this chus to hear him speak there and how he did his, does his thing, because when Nissen wasn't speaking, I was listening to Shai's Taub. And um, 
I went and asked him a few questions where we had a little chat together at the Shabbos table because we were sitting opposite each other. And one of the conversations we had, because I'm a big fan of his, I said, I'm, look, I'm reading yours, your magazine articles in, in um, AMI, I think it was, AMI every week for years. Yeah. How do you get the AMI here? I don't really go oh, in fact I don't get it. I get it in Beitar or Yushalayim. Yeah, my wife too. We also yeah. drive to Beitar yeah. every yeah. Friday. Yeah, but I, I you it's know, yeah, it's Balagan over there. But uh, nevertheless, um, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't got it for a while because I just, you know, it, in fact, it's, it's actually been better for my Shabbos not to have it, honestly. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I just have more time to actually talk to my wife and, uh. and then learn actual Torah instead of just, you know, reading a magazine. Yeah. Um, so it's actually been good for me not to have it. But for years I had it and it was very helpful then because I was in a very spiritual setting and I needed something a bit more normal. So I was re- reading the Ami and the, the articles of Shai's Tab is very, very helpful. So I said to him, where do, you know, you're, it's amazing, your letters, your articles, where you answer. I've never seen anyone, you're so like, intuitive. He said to me, he said to me, uh, Hashem, said, I don't take any credit. I said, what do you mean? I said, I said well, let me just tell you, I, I used to have a chavus with my wife and Tanya every Friday night. That's what we learned together. And she loved it. We used to learn Tanya every... And then I switched to doing your article. He said, well, Baruch Hashem. He said, I don't feel like you're doing less because everything I'm saying is from the Tanya. That's what he said. Hmm. And you can see now, this is like the Tanya is describing. Right. You take this Nakura, I mean, I haven't even finished the, the sentence yet. Right. You take this Nakura and you see suddenly it explains panemius of what a soul is. And it, and it doesn't matter how material the parents can be, but a person has a way of finding himself. And we're going to see now. Vilim Neshama Gadola, he says the words himself. Vilim Neshama Gadola, Srikala Kadesh Aviv, really. Uh, he needs a f- he, it still needs the father to sanctify at the time of, 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 of relations, you know, of intercourse. Why? Because it, he's a big neshama, he's coming, ready to makadish this world. But the problem is his father doesn't, you know, is the father going to do the job that he brings him the right levushim? Because if he's too physical, the levushim, it might how the shamas just like we said is gonna end up like an addict or something. Yeah. yeah. Gonna end up getting lost. Right. and the shama atzma hine the farming nishmas an gavola ain't case bo lios benosha odem nivaza vishofu. The soul itself is distinct from the garment. Yeah. In fact, it sometimes happened that the soul of an infinitely high person, this lofty soul, comes to the son of a uh, amaritz, like someone who's a nivaza vishofu. Imagine a nav- right. what's a nivaza vishofu? You know he's. He enjoys a good porn thing once in a while, you know. Right. He's he goes to Soho. I don't know if you have that in New York, yeah. Whatever so, the alternative is, yeah. Like a like a Soho's a neighborhood in New York. Yeah. Oh really? So I yeah I, went, I bought some clothes there once um, in Manhattan, but uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. But anyway, the point is, it's a very low place, low lifestyle, like seeing things he shouldn't, and that's how he's going into relations right. with his wife, like with all the images of you know some stripper or whatever yeah uh, in his head yeah that is just on the tv you can just like if you go to enough channels you'll find all that stuff yeah i mean not that i'm looked but i've seen it unfortunately on the on when i've gone back to england there's like hundreds of channels on these cable things and at night time it's all just nuss right like you can't you can't just wander around the tv it's like Uh it's kind of but, but the, 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 the ichor here is almost like it's like twofold. The ichor is like for the person. Yeah. And then the ichor is also to understand that sometimes our, our uh, klipas, so to speak, yeah. we can't control what our parents did. You know, I can't imagine, I'll have to be down the cuffs, but like the, the ichor is like, yeah. you know, the, the inyanim that, that, that we deal with. It's it's mamish. Sometimes it's it's a soul thing, and I see I see with my I see vice versa. I see with my parents, like my father, like those in Yonim and me. And I see with my kids sometimes. Like sometimes the thing that triggers you most about your kid is the thing that you see within yourself. You know, it's like sometimes my kid doesn't put away the dishes and stuff like that after he eats and oh, leaves it sure. out. And then like I look around and I see my stuff is yeah. everywhere too, and I'm like. Yeah, you're like almost talking to yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I I'm see like, that so much. Have to stop it's leaving thing. Yeah. It's like there's any time you're, you're you're getting upset with something. Usually, if you right. be honest enough, you you've got the issue. Right. And really, it's like almost like they're they're expressing your issues. Right. Well, the the only <clears> thing so you can like fix yourself. Yeah. Right, the ticking, the reason why I, yeah. I feel irritated. I I don't feel irritated when my son does something that. As you know, sometimes my wife yeah. gets irritated with something my kids do, and I'm just like. 
What are you getting so upset about? Like, it's yeah. not a big deal. But then there are things that I get upset about, and my wife is like, like, relax, it's not such a big deal. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's the, you know, the word here says here, the anatomy of your soul. It's your, it's your levushim that are like yeah. requiring the ticket. I mean, that's essentially. Sure. And the, the, what's scary though is the time of, of conceiving yeah. has this power to affect all these interactions afterwards. Yeah. So, like, well, you might as well be just. Be careful with that. Because are we saying yeah. that we're determined then? No, we just we just we just, will, we just do our best, do our best. Now we know this information. Right. The say because you could say, well, it's too late. I already brought my children down. But there's a, there's also a concept that Abramovina, when he was with Sarah Menu, and they did for hundreds hundred years or something, he didn't have any children, yeah, mm -hmm. with her, and they were together probably hundreds of times, yeah. Right. So. What did he do and all, what was he accomplishing all those hundreds of times being with his wife and no soul came down that made a child? The answer is, or Chaim says, he brought down neshamas. And all those neshamas does have a power that he brought down to the point where they became Klai Yisrael. Yeah, He was busy bringing down the souls of neshamas that he ended wow. up misguiding them. They, they were souls, even if it wasn't his own family. Because you have to understand this, this, on the soul level, it's bringing down neshamas each time. So you have to mechavein that your, those shoals are, example, say uh, if you have a family who really don't want to have a child, like they're just not in a state physically right. capable. So there's a deep concept where they're able to, you can ask a sadik, and I, I personally know, know people have done this, and it works. You ask a sadik to take the vlad and give it to a different person. So you take the, this, this soul you brought down and give it to someone who's begging Hashem for a child. You, they, they'll have it. Wow. And you can, in a way, like, it's like you see by Yaakov Avinu, he was davening, and I mean his wives were davening, and, it, and souls moved from people. Very interesting. Like Yosef was originally conceived right. by Leah and Yaakov, and it ended up yeah. being um, actually the baby came out through Rachel. Yeah? It's a very interesting book that my wife read that when she first got it, she told me what the book was about. I like rolled my eyes. Dina was the other way around. Yeah. And then I looked at the Askama, and one of the Askamas on the book was Moshe Weinberger. And the well, book is about this woman, it's from Lady. Uh, she writes how after the Holocaust, she personally used to have nightmares about being in the Holocaust. And then so she basically put out feelers and she ended up finding hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe even thousands, that said that they felt like they were in the Holocaust, even though they were born. Wow. And she wrote, wrote a whole book about how after the Holocaust, all the children who were killed, there were a million children, then the Neshamas came back right away into this world. And how they were all reincarnations, or not reincarnations a Gaisha word, but their, their Neshamas carried certain elements or certain sparks, sparks or Levushim from the previous Dar, even sure. not related at all. Like she used to have like vivid dreams yeah, about Yeah, I it. feel like one of my daughters is a Holocaust survivor, like in That's an obvious crazy. way. Certain things she does right. is someone who went through trauma from the Holocaust, not from this generation. Yeah. She's picked up, not not from Israel, because Israel there is still a little bit of a Holocaust influence, like by the way people hoard stuff and things like that, like certain right. attributes that, because there was a lot of poverty and hunger here from back in the day. Maybe it wasn't even Holocaust, just poverty. Right. But um, nevertheless, I feel like that my daughter has an ashama from that kind of time, and she's fixing that as well now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, it's definitely possible and it's most likely, in fact, because no, most of us are not new Nishamas. Right, we're all worked. just. We're all. Uh, we, ha we went to see a Kabbalist yesterday. His name's David Daniel Cohen. And um, it came up in the conversation. The, the guy who brought me there, Itamar, asked the Rav and said, you know, so are, are we mostly Nishamas who are reincarnated or Gilgalim? Right. And he said, yeah, pretty much we are. There are, there are unique Siddiquim who come in one time and right. fix everything, but that doesn't mean the that. Mm -hmm. So we have to, we have to understand the Siddiquim are able to come and do their Atikim in one right. go. Most of us need a few times. Yeah, and, couple, and the rap, the Kabbalist said, Kabbalist said it's hard for to keep coming back, but it's, it's needed because you didn't get it all done in the first time. Right. So you have to keep it. It's a chesed Hashem. It's just painful because coming to this world is not an easy test. It's a challenge. It's, I mean, it's a schus, but it's a challenge as well. And so you have to understand there's all these chesh bonus with when, when the olam and the shamas, when their souls waiting and agreeing. And remember, we learned at the beginning of the Tanya, the angels ask him, they say, you're going to be a, come down here to be a tzaddik? 
We don't, we're not going to send you down here and you end up messing up the world more than it was. Right. But Hashem wants the souls to come down and fix everything up. So they get, make sure that they, they take on a vow that they're going to be a tzaddik and use this world properly. So that's, there's all these cheshbonas, spiritual cheshbonas going on that we don't see and we don't know about. Right. In a deep way, it's in our soul um, and it's influencing our life. But the, the, the last line of this, this Tanya, he goes on to say, So apparently the Arizal has discussed this in Lakuti Torah and Pasha's Vieira. Um, sorry, he explained the Arizal in Lakuti Torah and Pasha's Vieira and in Tamei HaMitzvahs, Tamei HaMitzvahs, which is like the reasons of the Mitzvahs and Pasha's Bereshis. So emanates from above. This soul bottom line is emanating from above. Above, yeah. above whatever the parents are doing, there's a soul level that. So let's just give an example. On a, in, if we're going to cheshbon it, yeah, let's just give a spiritual example. This soul comes, his levushim are from um, of chokma debrir. Yeah, chokma debrir. What does that mean? He's from the highest realms, almost one of the highest worlds. He's got a very lechtchis soul, and his wisdom is huge. His chokma is massive, and his his refinement, his edukai, his spirituality is huge. He can massive kol toyer. His Avas Hashem, Yus Hashem. It's not just he love for Hashem. He doesn't just have love and fear for Hashem like in a in a in a Midas way, like in a attribute. He has it on the highest Musagim. It's Avas Tanugim, like we're gonna learn about in the Tanya, these high madragas of what Sadik, what he has this soul that's in love with Hashem on the highest levels. And his, the parents are proper low-level guys, like Amaratsim, they're like fressing. They're like into the lowest level. Yeah, Avramavina's father, yeah, Terach. I don't know what his soul was, but just say he was Malchus Malchus, the lowest right. level soul, a seer. He's the lowest level soul, pure physical, yeah? Mm-hmm. Grob, you couldn't even imagine this guy being, even thinking about God once in his life, right? right? So that guy, he has in his Shorish also, all the way back to the Moyacha Av. Right, right. And he has in it a spark for Matzilas and the highest realms all the way back to Sof, to Hashem. So he has within him that right. nish- but he's somehow he is meritorious to have an ashama from this chokhmah debriah from this high realm come down into the, his child that right. he forms and it has a soul. But the problem is given this tremendous material levushim, and now the journey of the soul is how is he going to get out? Right. Like this whole and that, that's part of the bria that Shem wants us to. Right. Turn darkness into light. Turn. That's our avodah. Yeah. yeah. Turn. But he grow, he's growing up in like you know the Bronx or something, and somehow spiritualize such a low place. Yeah. And th- this is Amisa has this power because of this panemius understanding that we're in the shamas, we're souls, and we have a shorish that goes all the way to a shemisbrach through all the alamus. And this this constant bringing this yichud into everything gives us ability to mala everything. And I, I think it's a very foundational concept. Because it explains a lot of the Batshuva movement, it explains a lot of the Geirim, it explains a lot of things going on this Torah because it starts to make sense oh, yeah. that these high souls are coming to very material, you know, non-educated yeah. parents and still finding a tremendous spiritual journey in, in this right. world. Well, sometimes with someone like a Batshuva, it could be that the, you know, the Nishamas eventually took a left turn, like it could be three, four generations up. I mean, they have, they do have it within them. Right. The, so the, the, within the, them the right well, clothing. Too. There are some Midas Tovas right. left over from the Zaydas and Bobas who were who were right. to Hashem. And then, right. Then what happens is you'll find like a Balchuva who's let's say three, two, three generations removed from his, you know, grandparents who were religious. Yeah. And then he's just like sometimes you find that like deep connection with that like, you know, great great grandfather. Like, yeah. oh my great great grandfather was a Jew, and it's like. Sometimes the second they say that, you know, you hear these stories of Altruvas, it's like they find out their great-great-grandfather, great-grandmother was a Yid, and like immediately in them they're like, then a Shema just bursts in flames. Yeah. That's happen- the whole idea behind uh, it's happening. Chabad doing, right, with this whole war, Yeah. this was like one giant... Wake up. This was one giant Kirov movement. Like, sure, from Hashem. It was like a giant move, like Hashem just decided... Even though it came it from a lot of pain. Yeah, but it's event like a, like in thirty seconds, like it's still coming from pain, boom. If you just had all these yidden from across the world who were no, who were an observant, yeah, who were suddenly now like identifying as from as uh, from but Jews, they were just like I'm a Jew. You see on like a social media, yeah. these 
actors or people who were just like the friest people ever out yeah. there. These like hard, like I was yeah. talking to this, the way this guy I was working with yesterday from, this guy's like a liberal. He was first, first he's telling me how he hates Trump, but then he's telling me he's like, this guy was like a real liberal. He's like, and this person told me this. It's funny, I said, how do you like Trump? Trump? Yeah, <laughs> this guy like hates Trump. He's yeah. like from he Brooklyn. He says he hates Trump. He's hating himself. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> right? and then he tells me three seconds later. He's like, you know, I hate to say this. He's like, but every one of those Arabs, they all deserve to die. And I was like, brother, the all the Arabs. You know, like he was like, say all those Palestinians. He's so liberal. He's like, and then in one second, his neshama is like. Suddenly on fire, I was like, that's right, brother. I was like, <laughs> I mean, he didn't say it like that, but the way he said yeah. it, he's like, he's like, I don't terror. feel bad for the these terrorists. Palestinians. Yeah. He's like, they're all terrorists. He's yeah, like, the ones who are like... terrorists, yeah, they will need to die. And, and, and it was so funny. Like, I was they, so if, you, they, if they don't get killed, they're going to kill us. Right, so but it's it, literally, it's like it's like life-saving situation. It's complicated. His show was like lit up. But it's not complicated. And I was like, brother. When are you going to come to the Holy yeah. Land for Shabbos? Yeah. Come spend Shabbos by yeah, us. That, that, no, that's the interesting just thing. spread it around the United States too. That's the interesting thing. Yeah. The, the confusion's still there on some level, but there's, there's still a, there's this light ray of light of clarity right. at the same time. Right, we take from the Tani. It's like the Levushim yeah. are still there, but they're, they're Neshama. They're Chelek Alekei A clothing. A, a garment. A garment, like the... Uh, you have garments, a midor, how, yeah, you, exactly. how you act, yeah. I, how I, I, you speak. I think that people speak. get confused sometimes saying garments, I'm thinking of clothes. Uh, no. I mean, my father did clothe me and, and feed me, and, you know, like he literally did. No, I was mind. always happy with his taste, honestly. Not me. No. <laughs> you have to figure it out yourself. But, uh, my mother was very good. She was, she was a Sisha Sadekis. She's father, actually a balash Shuva, my mother. Oh, wow. So my, my dad is like a... Yeah, but my father, my father had a clothing business, merchandise business, so he'd bring back all like the merch. So I used to like walk around. Swag. With, you were the like, original swag. No, it wasn't such a great thing because I'd have all the t-shirts say WWF in the day. <laughs> so all the kids in my school were like, "We want those t-shirts," and I'm like, "Well, I have access." So I slowly started selling off my t-shirts to all the kids in the school, and then my dad was like, "Where's all, all your clothes? I sold them all." He was like, That's oh, so nachas, you know, like, take uh, your business. Right. You know, he's doing, going in the family way. I started selling so all funny. the, you know, Undertaker and Hulk Hogan and the mm. Ultimate Warrior, what all that WWF stuff. The World Wrestling Federation. Oh. They had to change it because it was the same. I thought it was women. No, it was, became Wild, uh, Wild, Wild, Wildlife Federation. So they had to change it because there was another organization that came first. So they changed it to WWE. Um, but anyway, then it was a WWF. He's a calf. <coughs> so that was the clothing I got. So I had to transform that clothing into uh, thank you Hashem and Gadolim and Siddiquim and yeah. Undertaker and yeah and uh, Elevator. Who was the guy Mankind. Mankind, yeah. Nick Foley. Yeah, they yeah, they end up with a lot of a lot of problems later in yeah, life. I think they're all like on drugs. And yeah, because the the injuries and stuff. Injuries and the the craziness. Yeah, machinists. Yeah, Hine. Yes, we finished Perak Base. Let's do a little dance yeah, in our minds at least. And then Perak Gimel. Hine, Kol Bukhines, Madrega, Mishalish, Eilid, Nefesh, Ruch, Nishama, Kolom, Ma'esa, Bukhines, Kenegad, Esa, Sviris, Elionish, Nishtar, Shlubahen, Tzalchiz, Nishtayim, Shen, Shalish, Imos, Shever, Kafulos, Perish, Chachma, Bina, Badas, Shiva, Yemea, Binyan, Chesa, Gavura, Tiferet, Nesa, Chod, Yisod, Malchus. How come he doesn't go on to explain what nefesh, ruach, and neshama truly is? Here, uh, Chaim Miller writes, nefesh is body intelligence, ruach is emotional intelligence, yeah. and neshama is self-conscious intelligence. Wow, that's very, very special, because emotional intelligence is something which is very important. Yeah. Our generation. That body intelligence, which again, uh, yeah, the world's, very, the world's obsessed Madrega, with that one. The body intelligence, the shalosh, they elu, care way too much nefesh. about that. They're all the time, body, body, body. Like, you know, you can look like this, you can look like this, like this whole obsession with the body. Then there's emotional intelligence, which is much more challenging and needed. I think the world is coming, is and now in the, in the idea of like Ruach and Hashama. You find the whole like self-help world is like now into like psychedelics. They're not into neshama though. They're into ruach. I say that's more ruach. Yeah, the neshama is already like a, some in many ways the world is like 
misunderstood that. So yeah. Interesting. But that's it's so it's a certain level of a neshama to be able to 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 be holding in that level. To be on the level of neshama. Right. The level of neshama is a madrega to be neshama. That means you're really thinking like a yid. To talk like a oh, yid. I try to like what he's to, li- to look like a yid. Yeah, lots of people can look like Jews. Yeah, there's right. a whole culture now in America. Their their geniuses are Jewish culture. The, the restaurant business, the Jewish clothing business. Right. You know, we've made we make everything into. We a also business. control the uh, weather. Yeah, but I'm just saying in terms of the from community. The, the Levushim, the, we've, right. we've got an amazing body, body, the body of the Jewish people is right, strong. Right, the Nefesh. The Nefesh. The Ruach, emotional intelligence, there's a lot of work to be done. Ah, in the, in the, in the, in the Yiddish How community. we speak. Yeah. And then to work on the level of Machshava, of thinking like a Jew. Right. Of, of Victor so Miller these said there's very few. projecting? I'm just curious. Projecting, what do you mean? You know, like what you say about someone else, what you say about yourself. No, I'm just working it out. Right. The, the unfortunately it's known and it's talked about and discussed by Rabbonim, not by me. But Victor Miller says that it's very easy to look like a Jew. It's a little right. bit hard to speak like a Jew, but to, to think like a Jew is very difficult. It's right. a meat aim. Right. And that takes work. To think right. like a Jew, to think in a Jewish way, of the way the Torah wants you to think, means you have right. to... You have to not learn. think like a Jew, like a chap. Think like a Jew, no. like a like an emes Yeah, emes the Torah, the right. way a sadik thinks. Because right. these are more refined levels that you like have when to Rav work. Shlomo was talking about like davening mincha by. Uh, yeah, so you want to daven mincha. That, that, that Good. Was from a place of mincha. Nefesh. You've got the nefesh. You've got the industrial Judaism, as you said right. the other day. Right. You've got the the external that you need to daven shachas mincha Right. Now, when you're actually davening, are you having kavana? That's spiritual. That's right. ne- that's ruach. Is there kavana? Right. Now. Are you thinking like a Jew? You're in Biri, man. Right. You're in. You're, you've got. You've taken yourself to that place where there was there was a Holocaust in Eretz Israel taking place. Now your machshava needs to be right. aware where you're at. Right. You're, exactly. you're at one of the most intense places in history that we're living in the Holy Land, and yet right. we're being massacred. That's the Indian of neshama. Yeah, that's neshama. That's that's being having then the again, right yeah, machshava. You find sometimes Yidin that are right just thoughts. in the place of a neshama. But they don't have the the nefesh, you know. You don't, don't know how to ro- communicate it. No, they don't know how to how to do the actual avodah. So they're they're what they're doing is their their thoughts are in a place of chasidut, you know, where they're they they're, they're they're you know, they have the ruach, they have the neshama, but they're not. They're like oh, Hashem understands, you know. There's an Indian of Hashem understands. What about the fact that it's a gift from Hashem? What? What we're saying is is going on today, the the, the massacre. It's a gift from Hashem. Right. Well, it's hard, hard to say that. It's hard to say that because their families, right? I think I'm not saying that the emotional stuff that it creates in our lives. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not trying to minimize that at all. That'd be like trying to minimize someone with the Holocaust. Right. But and well, again, the Holocaust was a gift because without the Holocaust, we would never have came to the Holy Land. Right. You can't so, say that to a Holocaust. Right. My, if I said story. that to my grandmother, she would, you know, slap you. She'd be very, very hurt. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she is. No, but I mean, exactly. the whole Rebbeinu Tam tefillin is all about that all of this din will turn into chesed. Right. That's true. That's also, been a real savior for me, quite that, that, that That thought is truth, but right now we're not discussing the, the hashkafa and the, the concept of Amuna. We're, talking, we, we're talking about... Uh, we're learning here about from the Balatanya about the levushim, the Madragas of nefesh ruach neshama being included in ten spheres, elionis to understand the anatomy of the soul, and understanding anatomy of the soul. Once you have a clarity of the anatomy of the soul, a lot of these hashkafas start to find their place. Right. Because now, as we're saying, you start to live like a Jew, you start to speak like a Jew, start to think like a Jew, right. you start to insert that positive amuna concept you're talking about. You start to put that into right. into your reality of everyday life. Who is doing that? Each person has to try. Each person, maybe Each every, Jew, Jew, every Jew, every Jew needs to sit yeah. down and learn Tanya. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I, the the Rev. Marshall Wilson says, if you want to know what the most important safer is before Mashiach comes, he okay. says this is a safer. Tanya, yeah. He, and he's not a Chabadnik Bechlau. Right. So there's, and he was a big Mashkiach in the, in the Torah world and just Torah Vadas and all if those you yeshivas. You have, have to learn Tanya to get the clarity of the anatomy of the soul that everything has a place 
uh, it's not just the, it, otherwise it's just loose concepts. Yeah. Do you yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it, it's too loose. It, you can have these ideas, everything's going to be Latova. You see the people talk about Very it, hard. I call it over. Why do but they you need to that? put it into a context. Why did they, well, what about the concept of And then in, the your, in your own essence of your soul context. What about the highest wisdom being in awe of Hashem? If you can start there, then these become, they have a context for them. That's what the Tanya is doing. He's, he's Shorish in the wisdom of Hashem. And he's helping us Hasidim, us followers of him, to understand how to bring it into our daily avoda. He's helping us guide us through this safer. Because he can't he's not here physically. He spiritually he's definitely has some hashbar through his through his movement. But by learning it, it gives you the ability to connect to his you're connecting to his thoughts, which will connect to the thoughts of the Bashem and the Magid and the Mara and the Shlakodish will connect you back to Hashem Isbrach. That's what we are learning his thoughts because he's so succinct. He spent mm-hmm. <coughs> months on a vav in the sefer. Right. He wouldn't. Every single os in the sefer was was thought about and davened about and was given cons- in pure, complete intense consideration because he knew that this sefer would be what it would be, which is one of the foundational swarm of Hasidus till right. now, till Mashiach comes. It would be one of the most important blueprints of how to connect into Hasidus. So well, look, we've learned two prochim of it. But ah. if you don't have yeah. of Hashem, you can't even get to that. Okay. Even you, you can read about whatever. Okay, I, first of all, I we're coming with that presumption that we have a, a Muna and Hashem and Yerub. And we're aware that Hashem is here. We wouldn't be sitting in Eretz Yisrael. I think most people believe in Hashem. Yeah. I think they just don't have the kalim to Yeah, like this is it. giving us the kalim. So the kalim is going to help us to bring it into our daily life. And this Sefer Helps does that. Perak Aleph, Perak Shani. Perak Aleph, we learn about the nefesh, the, ne- the two nefesh, two nefeshes. Right. The nefesh Yisrael, sorry, first the nefesh uh, of, of the nations. Right. And, and which is more connected with Klippa and Sitra Achra. Right. Then there's the nefesh of of Yisrael, which also has a bureau to be done because it's still connected to the, uh, the Eitz Adas Tovara, right. it's still with Klippa Noga. And then we learn about the Nefesh Yisrael of Elakus, Elakai, the, the godly yeah. soul. And now what we're going to do is start to go into more the Pratim of the right. Nefesh, of Chochmah Bin Adas, and all the Dechamidus. Yeah, it's a big week coming up. And, and it connects in, and we're learning every day, so six days with we the week, really seven, Shabbos. So it's connected into this process that you have on a weekly level. It's going through the Midas. Every week you go through the Midot, and every, 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 uh, every time you're learning these concepts, you're going through the Midot. You're constantly refining, refining your chesed, your gavuri, your tzfers, your netzachod, your sod, till you get to Shabbos Malkasa, ah. which is where we're going tonight. And the Shabbos Shira, it's not a stam okay. Shabbos. Right, the Shabbos Shira. And we have to bring the energy we got from here to realize it's a gift. We have high neshamas, I think, most of us do. Most of our children are high neshamas nowadays. Yeah. And they, they're first thing for the They're going to be the ones that bring Mashiach. Yeah, they're the neshamas that bring Mashiach. They're the first yeah. thing for... Even though they've got some low-level levushim clothings, but we're going to elevate it all because the neshama is stronger than the the, 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 the physical, and the neshama will turn the choshech into light. Yeah. The soul will turn all the darkness we go through in life into light, and especially when we have a Shabbos like this, Shabbos Shira, which is a big chizuk. It's a mikvah. It's a shira. It's a song. Ah, it's a neshama dika Shabbos, and we should be mechazik with Mashiach Sukeinu b'mei Amen, amen. Thank you so much. Yeah.